Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Reina's podcast. I am super excited for you to hear this new podcast episode where I am interviewing the founders of Dinero Diaries, Antonia y Laura. And these are young women who are sharing, you know, financial tips. They have a blog where they share just like how to travel on a budget, how to decrease your expenses. So many amazing resources. And what I love about it is that this blog, you can it can be very relatable. You'll read it and you you know you feel like you're just at home because it's it is in Spanglish. They do use terms that as a Mexican American, you know, someone who maybe has Spanish speaking parents, but you were raised in America, you you can definitely relate. And I wanted to have them on my podcast because I think they share valuable, valuable resources to the community. So I hope you enjoy it. I would also greatly appreciate if you took some time out of your day to go and subscribe and rate the podcast however you feel and leave a rating. Actually write a comment about how you felt um, while you were listening to one of the episodes, how is this valuable to you? What did you learn? What was your favorite podcast? Whatever you would like, I would totally greatly appreciate it. And thank you to those who did leave a review. I am forever grateful. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. This is Reina, and I am from Los Angeles. I'm 22 years old. Um, I am so like when I discovered you know the Nero Diaries, I was really like amazed at that. Especially one that it was like a blog and it was super Spanglish. Like you know, I'm reading it, and um, as a you know growing as like having Mexican parents and growing up in the U.S., like I really connected to that. Um, and I think that's super important because especially in our our in financial literacy world in general and in financial education, I think it's, it's, it's dominated by like definitely uh, the white community or, you know, so it may be a little bit more difficult or they don't understand exactly the struggles, you know, as like a first generation. And I'm sure, and I'm sure I want to hear more about like, um, First of all, like introducing your names, where you're from, and also how did you two meet and all that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I am 27 years old. I currently live in Denver. Um, I have lived here in the U.S. for 14 years. Um, I'm from Lima, Peru, and I spent. I lived over there, moved here in middle school. Um, so my kids will be first generation like yourself. So, um, yeah. And then I met Camila um, salsa dancing. We're both salsa dancers. Um, That's awesome. But I'll let her introduce herself so that okay. we can get the story. Okay. Um, yeah, so I met Laura salsa dancing. Um, my name is Camila, but on the blog I go by Antonia. Um, yeah, that's what I was like. I like to have Wait, an alter ego. <laughs> it's my secret alter ego, and it's a way to reclaim a name because I always didn't. I didn't never like that name growing up, and now I was oh. like embrace it. And so, yeah, I write under the name Antonia, but really in real life, Antonia. So okay, okay, <laughs> uh, kind of confusing. But yeah, so I um, so I grew up here in North Carolina. I'm actually home right now visiting family. Uh, my dad is Chilean, my mom is gringa, so I kind of grew up 
kind of in between both worlds. Yeah. Um, but I grew up speaking Spanish and um, I still kind of incorporate a lot of what you were saying, that bilingual piece, kind of like Spanglish, mixing it in and kind of just saying like little things in Spanish that your friends kind of just understand and you don't have to translate. Yeah. Um, and so that was really the feeling that we wanted to incorporate in the in the blog was just kind of like how you talk to your friends, like how you talk to your girlfriends or just friends in general. Um, so I'm really glad that you got that feeling because that's really what we wanted to show in the blog. Yes. Um, um, so you met salsa dancing. We did. Um, so and I how did you guys end up like with the blog? <laughs> so me and Dodo were on a dance team together and. Okay. We started talking and she owned a house. And from when I met her, I found out that she had gone through a program in Colorado. Um, you can correct me, Laura, but I think it's to make home buying accessible um, to more people or yeah. just kind of providing some education tools. Uh, so I thought that was really cool. And at the time I was kind of thinking about what my next steps are. And then a couple of weeks after, I, after um, she had told me that she bought a house, I was actually looking through my credit card statements and I realized how much I had paid an in interest just that year because I had a balance on my credit card. And that was just kind of like my moment when I realized that I needed to change something. Um, so fast forward a few weeks later, I was um, trying to learn everything I could about finances. And then I just texted her and I was like, hey, like, let's start a blog. Uh, I don't think that there's anything out there like for people like us and just kind of like the way that we talk and what we want to learn about. Um, and it just kind of took off from there. Wow. And <laughs> why did you want to be part of this? You know? Yeah, so obviously Camila came up to me with the idea. Um, my, my journey really started uh, about four years ago. I had to drop out of college to take care of my sister. Um, she got diagnosed with MS, so I left my job and school. I was living like an hour and a half away from home. Um, and I took care of her for a year and I just put everything on hold. So I wasn't paying my student loans or any of my debt and I wasn't working. And so my sister um, became stable after that year. And then it was like, shit, I have to restart my whole life mm -hmm. um, as a college dropout. Um, and that's really when I started to, that was like my rock bottom and then had to rebuild my life. Um, and it actually wasn't that hard. Um, okay. I just there's I just think I started to, that's when I started to educate myself about it. My partner works at a bank, um, and he has a similar background. And so he would learn things at the bank and would kind of bring it back and be like, "Hey, like we have no idea about all this stuff. Like we need mm -hmm. to get on it." Um, and so when I met Camila, I was like, "Yeah, like we've been on that journey, and there really isn't." Like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. interesting so it came from like kind of like a wake-up call a struggle and what um made you want to do a blog specifically because to me I'm like there's so many different platforms now yeah um and how long have you had the blog um I think I started writing my first post in January of this year okay um, so it really hasn't been that long. The reason that I wanted to start on a blog, we actually now have developed some courses that we do that we can offer in person, but um, I wanted to start it as a blog because I naturally kind of am more introverted um, mm -hmm. and I wanted to just kind of write and I like to write mm -hmm. something down 
kind of think about it and redo it. So it's, it was a really easy way for me to kind of like get going. But also um, I was thinking about it and the reason why it's called the Nettle Diaries is because it's kind of like a diary. It's kind of like our personal journey, oh. writing it down as we go. Um, and so it's just, yeah, I think it has kind of that aspect of being something so personal. It's just you and the computer you're writing. Yes. And submit, it's open to the whole world, you know? I know, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that was kind of why I started writing it as a blog instead of through another, like, a podcast or any other medium. Yeah. And That's on how, the medium. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you like um, – how do you like the whole, like, how do you guys collaborate um, and share your blog posts? Uh, Laura can answer. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, how we come up with what we're going to write about and yes. um, go back and forth. So we actually most, a lot of our work that we do, we both live in Denver right now, but a lot of it we do kind of just on the phone or texting. Um, at the beginning of the year, we sat down and kind of just wrote down a lot of topics that were on our minds. So we started with 401k, savings, how to buy a house, getting out of debt, college mm. debt, credit card debt. Um, you know, there's so much more. And we kind of wrote all of that down and then we kind of divided it up by theme. So we took different months and we, everything that we had on, in our minds kind of fit into a theme. So we have this whole year planned out. I just kind of took the question now that's just- Oh, start. you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, kind of took topics that really speak to us closely. Um, and so we divided it out and each week, um, one of us kind of takes on the blog um, and I'll just send it like when I'm done writing for her to edit, look through. And so, and that way we make sure that our content is consistent yeah. um, in terms of the way that we're pushing it out. But uh, we usually work on each topic that's kind of near and dear to our heart by ourselves. Okay, I really, love the collaboration because I started off like I personally I dropped out of college two years ago I I loved school and I loved learning but I felt like just college wasn't my path my journey um and I dropped out and I, I started a blog and that was like my first blog post like why I dropped out and and it's something near and dear to my heart. It's like, because <laughs> like having a blog, like bloggers, because it's so hard. And well, personally for me, like I know like starting a website, like you're kind of just, you don't, you don't really know. And to me, I'm asking so many, like, you know, how did, why did you collab or how did, how did you get started? Because I find my podcast and what I do to be more inspiring others to find a passion and putting it out there, you know, it, it can be anything being creative, whether that's videos, Instagram, whatever, like, I love um, just sharing, you know, your the knowledge to others, especially the community, la comunidad. <laughs> so I think that's super important. Um, how do you work on your mindset about money? And maybe you can even start with like how you were raised and then how you are like thinking now, like what are, what um, books do you read? What podcasts, what do you listen to, to change your mindset about money? And yeah. Um, so I grew up, obviously I grew up in Peru mm -hmm. um, in a single parent household and there's six of us. I have five wow. siblings. So it was always a lot of chaos. Um, yeah. I grew up very differently than 
what my life is like now here. Um, so money was always short. Uh, we never like didn't have food, but mm-hmm. I definitely was used to like not having a lot of clothes or getting to do all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom just focused like her main priority was always that we all had enough food to eat and that we had enough for our books to get through school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when we moved to the U.S., obviously that was like a whole other thing that happened. Um, and my mom has always worked like three, four jobs at a wow. time. Yeah. Um, so I guess what was really instilled in me was just to work really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's what I was doing when I was in college. It was just work, 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 and not really thinking like of a bigger picture, like what am I really working towards? Um, and that's really when um, my partner came into play because I met him right when I had finished taking care of my sister. Um, and he has almost like the exact same story, immigrant and um, struggling. He moved here from Puerto Rico. And he was working at a bank and worked his way up the bank and was working with people that had a lot of money. Um, and he would ask them like, well, how did you get there? And they would just sit down and start telling him um, how they had built their wealth. And yeah. so that when we start having those conversations because we had never had anyone talk to us about it. Yeah. Um, and so now I think we just talk a lot, like talking with Camila, like when she first asked about how we had our first home, um, just sharing that information because I, I noticed that like a lot of our friends have the accessibility to do it, but they don't know yeah, where to start. How. Yeah. Yeah they don't know where to start or they feel like they're not capable and you're like, Hey, like you're actually making a lot more money than I am. So you're more than capable doing this. Um, so just really having those conversations cause it's uncomfortable too, to mm-hmm. like talk about money. Um, like talk about money, like with my mom she still gets a little scared about it cause she has a lot of debt and there is like a lot of shame around it. So for me, it has been like encouraging those conversations I um, lately have even been trying to like talk to my coworkers about our salaries. Um, wow. Because as women, we don't share that stuff with each other. Yeah. There is like the wage gap and just a lot of issues because we're not talking about it. Yes. Yeah. And what um, books do you read? Like what's like one book that, that really just kind of changed your mindset? The first financial book I read was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay, yeah, Um, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, (laughs) that one was the first one that I was like, whoa, okay, um, I'm not thinking correctly, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I started listening to a lot of podcasts, thanks to Camila, like, (laughs) obsessively. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We were listening to Brown Ambition. I don't know if you... um, No, I haven't heard that one with Tiffany the budgetista and what's the other girl's name Camila? uh Mandy I think her Instagram is Mandy Money but I forget what her last name is Woodruff yeah. Mandy Woodruff okay but, um they're black women so it was wow. about money from the perspective of women of color um and I literally so Camila told me about it and I literally like binged the whole oh, yeah I think they were on episode like a 170 
and I just hardcore oh just start listening all the time. <laughs> and I got cut up. Wow. <laughs> so that has been, I think, the biggest uh, like resource for me. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, I'm like, listen to podcasts, please. Like, it yeah. keeps you inspired. It keeps you motivated. Like, uh, because, you know, the struggle's wrong. <laughs> but wow thank you for sharing that and um Camila can you share you know about your childhood growing up definitely so I grew up in a single parent household also uh so I grew up um with it was just me and my sister um so I didn't have as many siblings but I definitely grew up being really aware of the stress that having limited money creates in a household Um, so, you know, I had enough to eat, um, but in terms of any kind of luxuries that I saw around me, uh, I definitely didn't have any of that. So like secondhand clothes, you know, just eating like, um, cheese toast, bread and cheese, Mm. (laughs) um, things like that. Um, and, um, I think we're on food stamps and we're, uh, really young. So, um, I grew up kind of in that environment. And what that created for me is just this feeling that money is limited, money is always limited, and that money is a source of stress. Uh, And I honestly thought that way until probably maybe a year ago. I mean, I, this has been just kind of this subconscious feeling in me. Um, And it wasn't really until I met my current partner right now, um, my husband, who kind of introduced me to this new way of thinking and he would say things to me like let's start a business or let's kind of do something really entrepreneurial and I would be like well you can't do that that means losing your financial security you know like Mm -hmm. all I knew was just get a job be thankful for your job and like hold on to it and don't take risks because of course money is limited you know how are you gonna fix the car if it breaks down next week if you're kind of like trying to do your own thing yeah um So uh, he really is the one who inspired me to think differently um, and see money as um, kind of more of an abundant resource. And like, if you look for it and you can create opportunities, um, you can, you can um, create a different path for yourself. And honestly, I kind of struggle with this because as Laura was talking about, uh, we live in a place where we know that there's a racial wealth gap, there's a gender wage gap, there is, I mean, we live in an unequal society, um, and I don't ever want to kind of like brush over that, um, but I think that there is room to think about and really challenge some of like your limiting beliefs yes. that you grew up with, especially if you grew up in a survival mode, um, where it's just like paycheck, to, you're just thinking about your next paycheck and how you're going to uh, like feed your family, fix the car, pay the bills, and then kind of like picking your head up and looking and saying like, what kind of a life do I want for my family? And then also what kind of a life do I want to create for the next generation? And yes. I really want to create that inner like generational kind of like, I'm already seeing 50 years from now mm-hmm. uh, for my family. So that was kind of, I'm still processing it. Like, honestly, I still sometimes these limiting beliefs that I have but I think I'm creating part of it is you have to be really um um I forget the word very anyways I make a conscious effort (laughs) I make a conscious effort to uh change my beliefs honestly and part of that is I listen to podcasts like like the biggest nerd in the world yeah (laughs) 
seriously think I listen to podcasts like three hours a day because I always just want to learn and discover more. And I am just, um, it's such a good way to kind of learn for free. And, um, I, you know, I don't always have time to sit down with a book, but I love hearing podcasts and just about people's stories and kind of taking, taking and learning from other people. So that's really big of my adventure is just learning from others. I love that. And that's, I feel like, um, yeah, money is so personal for all of us. Like we can all remember a time where it was really like, we were just really in need of money. And I was actually telling my dad, like the other day, I was like, you always, they always raised us like, there's never enough money. Like if I would ask him money, he's like, there's not enough. Like there's no money, but he, there was money. <laughs> I, feel yeah. like, I feel like he just would, you know, there just wasn't, he would tell us there wasn't money. And so I always thought like, we don't have money. Like, just, and um, for me personally, like, I think that's where I, it motivated me to, um, I would like make bracelets and sell them. I would sell chips. I would like hustle. I would make like two hundred dollars a week selling chips <laughs> in high school. And I was just, it was. Um, that's why I learned, you know, to hustle. And I feel like it was survival. But I also learned, like, yes, I'm struggling, but I'm. I need. I found a solution to it, you know. And I. That's why I always feel like there's no excuse. Like, um, and it's probably like I. I don't know. That was that's my journey, and maybe not a lot of people have that motivation or very you know extroverted or whatever. But um, for me, this is just. It means a lot to me that you are all doing this, especially because I think all of us are we have very limited beliefs on how much we can make. Um, and I go to a lot of conferences and I meet a lot of millionaires and they think so differently. Like, so I feel I'm very um, that limiting amazed at what um, both of you are doing. And I feel and like I want to know, to, like, don't even have do an idea of how look up much of an impact or it's going to also, or also like, where do you like see yourself? Like, where do you really see these little diaries going? Like, um, there's and literally know, nothing out there. in 10 years? <laughs> like, like, at least <laughs> as of today, because like, I know I, it always I research a lot about financial literacy. As of right now, like, in the and yeah, I love how you you shared like your Instagram I, like I said I was like going through there's Instagram a lot of people and you, you you shared openly like about your um, debt so continue and you're like and I'm your going articles. on vacation and I was I love the travel very one, like, way, oh, like oh oh I want to travel <laughs> like honestly bad, but I mean I'm just saying you know like again how that weird one of Lana's passions that she bad. has so many tips I was um, yeah I, hers I used to be so embarrassed I'm like printing them out and like highlighting them. Them. Yeah. Like, we encourage yeah, people to me. ask us questions you know, so it's like if you ever need help like, I like especially about traveling I'm obsessed literally obsessed so if you ever are like what countries is it like really cheap to travel to or like what apps do you use oh my god girl you can just send us like an email or a message like we're whatever questions you have okay yeah and I'll put all your like social media and yeah and thank you for that for offering like all your tips and i know a lot of the information but i do encourage everyone that's listening on the podcast 
to listen to, I mean, to read the blog first, because there is already a lot of information. What's, what was one of your favorite blog posts that you wrote about so far? You know what? Actually, today we published a blog post. So May is Mental Health Awareness Day or mm -hmm. month. Um, and I published one that I was so nervous about publishing because it was really personal. Mm -hmm. And I talked about um, a time where I had saved some money, but I literally couldn't function normally. And I quit my job and I like I lived off my savings and I still I'm still recovering, honestly. And it was so personal. I was so nervous. I hadn't told I don't, I think I had told three, three or four wow. people like this before. And then I went ahead and just put it on the internet for everybody to see. And, um, for me, it was kind of like, um, it was a really good experience because it made me kind of process myself and, um, I was kind of proud of it. So today, actually, I'm really excited about the one that we just published because it was like, like I'm in such a better place right now. And so it was good. It was really personal and it was cool to see how yeah. far. Um, I wrote one about remesas, um, which talked about just like how to manage your money with your family because, um, you know, like I moved here, I have a lot of siblings and then I have a lot of family back at home. And I kept hearing like all these, you know, there's this pressure to like take care of your parents. Yes. Um, and I also felt like it was, pretty per it's like a touchy subject for me because there is a lot of pressure and I mean I, I love my mom she's taking care of us and my goal is to like retire her yeah um, but it's also hard to get your yes. financial stability and take care of everybody else right yeah um and so I talked about just how I've been trying to balance that um because I do go back home a lot um and so we get asked for financial help all the time because there, there's this assumption that once you move to the u.s um mm. you're like better off yeah know? yeah and i mean we are compared well yeah but yeah um, but they don't know we work a lot too <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so just how to balance that and making sure that we're staying stable and taking care of our financial needs first in order to help our family mm, I love that. yeah I, I mean I I feel you because I come from we're six girls um mm. so yeah it's a big family too and I'm the youngest so I feel like they're always telling me you, know, you gotta take care of us wow um and share like a little bit about your social media like what's the handle and like where can where's like the best um way to reach you Laura, I'm going to let you take this one. Yes. Yeah, so you can find us at Dinero Diaries pretty much everywhere. Um, at Dinero Diaries on Instagram. I think that's where we're sharing the most. Um, that's where we're sharing our blog posts and um, where we're doing our confessions on Sundays. Um, and then we share random tips throughout the week. Then you can also find us at Dinero Diaries um, on Facebook. Um, we want to create more of a community, so that's a great place. Like, if you have questions um, for mm -hmm. us or for other people, um, you can find us there. You can also find us at dinerodiaries.com, 
and that's our website and you will find all of our information um, how to get in contact with us you will find our courses on there and our personal stories um, and then we have some stuff under dinero diaries on pinterest um, just sharing some of the articles and um, some of the newsletters that we're putting out because if you subscribe to us you get a newsletter once a month um, kind of just summarizing all the tips that we share that month. We give you a little insight into our lives and where Dinero Diaries is going. Oh. So we'll probably mention this podcast um, for a newsletter that's going out in a couple of days. Um, and then we also share what we're reading, what we're listening to, um, and of course, how you can contact us on there. Yay, I love it. And I always ask um, everyone that I interview this question because the advice it could be financial or non-financial would you give to your quince self oh my god save 50 percent of your paycheck that's what i would tell myself <laughs> oh my gosh okay <laughs> i mean if, if i try, try try to save 50 percent of your paycheck because you never know what you're going to need it for and get your emergency savings up that's what okay. i would tell myself Credit card is not an emergency savings account. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Um, I would say face your shit and don't wait like five years to take care of it. So okay. whatever problem it is, it can be finances, personal. You kind of just have to face it straight mm. ahead and take care of it because the longer you wait, the worse it gets. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Credit guys- score right here. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I encourage everyone that's listening to please read all the blogs. Like each and every one of them is so I could tell like your heart is in it, your mind, like I really feel it and um I really connect with it personally. Glad that you found us and that you know we're making some type of impact in your life and what you're trying to do as well. Um, and like your age group is like exactly what we want to reach. Yes. Um, so it's so exciting to us that, you know, you even contacted us in the first place. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see you all grow and I really hope to stay connected. Um, so please, I, I will be emailing you about that travel, this traveling. Yes, girl. I love that stuff. (laughs) Yes, definitely. So thank you so much. Um, So I just want to say thank you so much to honestly, we're all about comunidad. We want to create yeah. open space, no judgment. Send us an email, comunidad at dinerodiaries.com whenever. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Um, so thanks so much for reaching out also. We so appreciate it. Yay.